0: Hello and
1: welcome to Brewed Up, a homebrew chit-chat hosted by Tyler Sadler and Lori Gutierrez. We've brewed a lot of tasty brews
0: and bevs
1: and made a bunch of mistakes.
0: And we will continue to do so
1: because we love homebrewing
0: right here in beautiful Los Angeles, California.
1: We've got homebrew updates, pro-brewing insights, cat anecdotes,
0: rad guests, and of course... We encourage you to crack a tasty Bev, if appropriate. Now Now let's let's get into it. All right. Breaker, breaker, brood up, babes. Thanks for pressing play. We love you and we're excited for our next guest,
1: Amanda Camp is the marketing director for the Women's International Beer Summit, a.k.a. WIBs.
0: Thank you all so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
1: Absolutely.
0: So we're really excited to get to know the details about Amanda, her background, like what led her to this role. And we're really excited to get details about WIBs. And we're gonna pick her brain a little bit about, you know, kind of conjuring up this type of event. Um before we do that, Tyler, <laughs> do, you, do you have a home brewery update? Do I? Mm-hmm. Um I
1: so the Mart tonight. I from or I brewed, mm-hmm. what was that like three weeks ago? It's ready to keg. I will do that eventually. <laughs> Yeah, but it ta- it tastes really good. It's done fermenting, and it I'm
0: uh, I'm hopeful for it. So, Tyler, tell everyone what you're drinking today. I am drinking water. <laughs> Tyler, tell everyone while you're drinking this water.
1: Uh, I went a little too overboard on a Monday night. I guess it was unintentional, but when it- you there. work at a
0: brewery? It happens. Forget it. Yeah. Amanda, do you homebrew?
2: Um, not anymore, unfortunately. I my husband and I got into homebrewing um for many years and then he became professional uh, on the brewing uh. level. And I kind of followed in with events and, and eventually my own, you know, professional status in the industry. And the sad part is, you know, when you when that's what you do for work. There's not a whole lot of of time to do it in a relaxing kind of homebrew fashion, but I definitely miss it, and I'd like to get back to it.
0: It's always there, and it is okay. You don't need to feel bad. Are you drinking anything this evening?
2: Uh, not quite yet. <laughs> uh, it's I actually got a fresh tattoo today, so I'm trying not to imbibe too much.
0: Got um, it. I'm
2: just I'm Midwest sweet teeing over here for right
1: now.
0: I love it. Um, Lori? I have really no update. I'm gonna dry hop something tomorrow, and um, like I said a minute ago, I it did get precisely one degree cooler in L.A. So I bought some red wine. <laughs> Planning for the weather. Yes. yes. All right. So Amanda, just you kind of mentioned it. You have been a home brewer. You're getting into more of a professional space. So like, how did you really get involved with WIBS? What's like, give us a little synopsis of your story.
2: Yeah. Um, so I should probably be more embarrassed to tell this story of how I got involved with WIBS because it mm-hmm. involved a lot of begging, um, mm-hmm. on my part, <laughs> but I'm not, um, I'm just so proud to be part of this amazing team. Um, as I mentioned, my, my husband and I homebrewed and then he went um, and became a professional brewer on me. Uh, so I followed and did events and fell in love with the beer community, beer events specifically. Um, and like I said, now I'm I'm full-time in the industry myself. But in 2021, I attended the first WIBS and just fell in love with it. Um, and like I said, I, I loved beer events, but there was something so different about this one. There was that camaraderie, but like a hundred percent more, you know, everyone was chatting and going on from here and this is what I'm drinking and this is what I love and making these genuine connections with each other and the speakers. And pretty much immediately after it ended, I essentially knocked down Melissa's door going, please let me be part of this. Um, Melissa being the executive director, of course. And um, after a lot of back and forth of what can I do? How can I be involved? I started kind of just on a support role for them, eventually becoming the marketing director for them. And I've just been so excited for this experience. It like I said, it's just an incredible event and I'm so honored to be a part of it.
1: Oh, that's really cool. I think
0: we I went to the, the first Wibs, right? Yeah. yeah, and we've been Those... twice and you're right. It's like, even the chat is just like, oh my God, hi. And then people are making mm-hmm. connections and- um you know this is actually Fun. a really great thing that social media is for people i think a lot of people connected on social media so just knowing that there's other um you know not only women cuz it's not just for women but Correct. people that are real women supporters are out there home brewing and you know that's kind of cool
2: absolutely we've um endearingly been using the term other eyes um, actually, one of our speakers this year, um, her name is Pip. She actually used the word, and we immediately adopted it. We thought there was just no better, no better way to explain it. Because as you mentioned, while we are women and non-binary focused, mm-hmm. we believe that there is a spot for everyone at the table, and you know, the more the merrier kind of thing. The more that we can support each other in our endeavors, the better the industry is, the better the world is. And unfortunately, in this day and age, so many people are otherized for so many different things. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the color of your skin, the religion you practice, you know, if you're, you know, how you identify, anything like that. We've all unfortunately experienced that feeling of being on the outside. And so this is our way of saying, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, how you identify, whether you're a home brewer, a professional brewer... Or maybe you just like drinking and you want to find out more about it. You know, please come to the table, bring your stories, learn from our speakers, learn from our other guests, um, which I, I think has made it such a powerful event. Like I said, I'm so honored to be a part of. But I think that inclusion is such a big part of what makes it amazing because it's not just one viewpoint or, you know, one opinion or anything like that. It's it's this huge global thing um, where, you know, not even everyone speaks the same language, which is incredible, but we all speak fermentation.
1: So you've been, uh, you've been involved for two years now, like, like fully into it. Yes. That's cool. Okay.
2: This is my full, my second full, uh, year with them. And then like in 2021, I was a guest.
1: Can you tell us like what your primary role now is? And then also, I guess, Give us a breakdown of what the Women's International Beer Summit actually is.
2: Yeah, so uh, currently I'm in the role of their volunteer marketing director. So I handle a lot of, um, you know, the the communications with communities, with our you know our global community, our fermentation community on the U.S. in the U.S. as well. And then I do a lot of our publicity, our press releases, things like that. Just kind of that extra bridge between us and our community, uh, which has been fabulous. Like I said, I've gotten to speak um, one-on-one with a lot of our speakers, get to know them. And I can say, you know, every year has been fabulous, but this year is just something else. Um, I'm so very excited. And so what this summit is, it's 100% virtual. Um, And as far as we're concerned, you know, we've spoken with our, our attendees before and said, hey, do you want us to have an in-person component? And by and large, everyone has said, you know, have those components if you want, but please keep it 100% virtual as far as the sessions. That way, no one's worried about child care, travel costs, anything like that. We want this to be as accessible um, because unfortunately, as I'm sure you all know, trying to travel or, you know, make the financial commitments to book at any sort of convention or, you know, even a meetup, that can be a big sacrifice, time-wise, financial, you know, you name it. So we want to make this accessible. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And there just is more and more festivals every year. So, you know, it this way you don't have to sacrifice much. You know, in and this summit is also recorded. So if you have to work on a Saturday or you just for whatever reason don't have that time commitment, that's fine. You know, purchase a ticket, watch it at your leisure. And if you can pop onto some live sessions, fantastic. Uh, and again, for that reason, for the time commitment, it is a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, so again, you just buy the ticket, you get the whole weekend, you get the recordings forever, you get access to all the chats, the speakers. You know, you can ask them questions, uh, which is which is fabulous. And this year, like I said, we are very committed to being global. We're on six continents, um, and have speakers. Anywhere from a sake brewer and journalist in Japan all the way to, you know, the U.S. to South America to forage brewing and wild fermentation brewing all the way in Belgium and the Netherlands. So it's it's very exciting. And then this year on Friday, we actually have a completely free day where we're offering two documentary screenings. And for both, we're offering various times for that to to kind of keep in mind that some of our global attendees might not be able to make only one time. So we've got several different options for all of those. And again, those will be free.
0: This, wow. I
1: know. Are you involved in um, kind of booking any of these, uh, these speakers that you kind of mentioned?
2: Yeah, so this has been a true team effort. Um, so we get together uh, before we even start the planning and we say, you know, who, who do we want to see, you know, and who of our attendees said they want to see, not just as specific people, but maybe topics. And then we reach out to anyone that we might know in the industry or anyone that might have someone to suggest. And we say, let's have a conversation. Let's see, you know, what, you know, what stories you can bring to the table, what we can learn from you and and who fits the best on these topics. So we've all known people in the industry that we've been able to bring in and say, you know, I know this person, they have an incredible story, um, or I know this person and they know someone with an incredible story. So that's been nice too, because I feel like our entire team really has a, a vested interest in making sure that we bring the best information and the best people and the best stories to the table. Um, So thankfully, yes, this year, um, several of the people that I know and absolutely adore will be speaking.
0: I love that. That's awesome. (laughs) You you mentioned you do other like beer events. Um, Like what kind of events are you, do you do like on what other, other capacities?
2: Yeah. So my day job is I am a food and beverage consultant. Um, so I do a little bit of everything, events being one of them. So I will work with my clients on a variety of events. So whether it's you know volunteering and serving beer at, at their event or helping them to host ones. One of my clients is a local brewery in Missouri that we do all sorts of crazy things. Um, actually, next month we have what we call Punktoberfest. Um, so it's a big German uh, beer fest with lots of punk bands, and it's all local, so we try to make sure that we give back to the community in that, Um, so just things like that, I really like to get creative, I like to support my clients in that creativity, and just really being able to tell their story in amazing ways like that, Um, I think everyone has a story that's worth telling, Uh, which is again, why, why WIVS drew me in so much, but I, I like to be involved in that. I think there's just so many different ways, so many events.
0: What's your background? Is this something you've like doing events um, or? Yeah. Like how'd you get into it? I'm I'm curious. It's so cool (laughs) by the way.
2: Um, by total accident, like, I feel like all these like amazing twists and turns in my life have just been these amazingly happy accidents. Uh, Like, I wish that I was like, Oh, yeah, I studied for years and did all this. Um, but my background is actually in human environmental studies. So I studied relationship theory. I was a nonprofit for a decade, uh, which does lend itself well to the food and beverage industry, because anyone in craft beer knows, like, we're not in it for the money. Uh, As my husband likes to say, we're not buying boats. And we don't really have the budget (laughs) to to really do these things these big corporations can do. So I do think that definitely, definitely helped. Um, But when my husband went into professional brewing, I, you know, I have Anheuser-Busch in my backyard. I thought that's what beer was. Uh, So out of curiosity, you know, I tag along with him, kind of try the different beers that he was serving or the different beers that others might bring to say an event we were serving at. And I just kind of fell in love with it. I thought this is the coolest community. This is the, just the camaraderie. Like I didn't see the competition that I was used to seeing in other industries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the better one person did, you know, the, there'd be a million brewers on the sidelines cheering them on and, you know, the better they did, the better the next one did and so on. And I was just kind of captivated by those relationships, by that community and before I knew it, like I said, I had just kind of been thrown in head first and I haven't really looked back since. It's been an incredible ride. And like I said, a very happy accident, but I've met the best
0: people along the way. Um, What have some that's
1: of so- the... Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, that's awesome that you've been able to like turn that into a full-time job. Cause I don't know, I, I used to kind of, try and like coordinate events and stuff like that but it was always something on the side etc so that's awesome that you've been able to I don't know commit to this like passion as like a full-time full-time gig I'm incredible and, and beer stuff so it's like
2: yeah <laughs> it's true I I don't consider what I do work um like I said, I have been incredibly incredibly lucky Um, And events definitely, I mean, it's trial by fire, for sure. There's a lot of events I've done or that I've helped with that have been kind of flops. And you just, you know, you learn along the way. And sometimes, I I think the biggest thing for me to learn is sometimes things are out of your control. Um, I'm not a person that likes things out of her control. Um, So that was kind of a, a a good lesson for me of like, you know what, you can plan and plan and plan. And sometimes you just have to Go with the flow, and honestly, sometimes at the end of the day, the coolest things that happen at events were absolutely not planned. You know, those those mm-hmm. are the kind of moments I I've learned to live for, and I've really enjoyed it.
0: Happy accidents,
1: they call them, right?
2: <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> little Bob Ross in there, I agree.
0: Another testament to like <laughs> just beer community, just being like um, so cool and loving for the most part, and then integrating community events into that like what an exciting way to sort of bolster what you love and and be there for a community so cool I I also think it's a great way to kind of um you know what we're doing with what 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 you guys do with wibs with all this stuff I think it's a really great way to sort of knock down taboo around um drinking and um you know, consumption and it kind of puts it back on the craft and, uh, the community relationships and like sort of like the recreational quality of life, the good life, as they say, um, I'm loving that. I'm curious, like you mentioned failures and I don't know, that's something that I've been reflecting a lot on lately. Um, what have been some of the setbacks with doing a, a large events events like this?
2: absolutely I mean I think the first thing to consider is you know we try to look at not just you know the women's craft fermentation alliance which puts on whips but you know any client or any organization I've been part of you try to look at a calendar you try to pick the the perfect day and you know (laughs) sometimes there is I can speak from personal experience sometimes you plan a big outdoor event and there's a tornado warning all day um and suddenly you have to pivot um, or maybe it's online and like whips last year, there is a crowdcast wide blackout for 20 minutes and you can't get support on the phone. And suddenly, I mean, they've been wonderful, but you know, it, it was crowdcast wide and all of a sudden yeah. you have to go, okay, well, this is, you know, this is what's happening. Let's, let's pivot. So, um, those have been two really big ones, but, you know, and, and even like I said, looking at the calendar and trying to pick the the perfect day. Sometimes a million things come up and it's just, it is what it is. And you tried your best. And at the end of the day, that's really all you can say is, you know, I tried to plan for all of these things. I tried to keep everyone's needs, and, you know, I take those into consideration, but this is what happened. And we're all just going to have the best time that we can with it. You know, I I think there are definitely things that you need to take into account. Um, One big thing we look at is things like accessibility.
0: So a lot mm-hmm. of those
2: are things that we're not going to compromise on. Mm. And once we pick those things, then we kind of go, okay, what can we kind of let go? What things can we, you know, try to to loosen up on and just kind of go with the flow on. And that's been important for me to learn as well. Um, and I think the rest of my team, some of them are better at it than I am of just, you know, like, Hey, it'll be fine. We're just going to have fun. Um, <laughs> but I think that is really important because then you just, You know, you you pick what's most important and you just breathe and let the rest go. And uh, like I said, some some wonderful moments have happened because of that.
1: That's great. I mean, you're you're throwing you're throwing in some really great advice and tips for people that are, you know, some good nuggets for people that are interested in doing this kind of thing. Cause I mean, I've actually seen quite a few like all virtual kind of, you know, seminars however you want to call it, um, pop up and they're becoming pretty popular, I think. And, you know, a, a better way, like you said, to just make it accessible and, and get a further reach out than just, you know, a city or a country, you know, it's an, it's incredible that you all are able to pull in, you know, people from around the, the world really. So, um, so we could, Yeah, I wanted to, I, I was going to ask you that, but you've kind of dropped a lot of like big tips for those that are kind of, you know, looking to getting into something like this? I mean, is there anything else you, you want to throw in there? Or?
2: um, I think for me, it's just, you know, keeping your community in mind, you know, for us with WIBS, it is the global community. So again, just keeping in mind the things that we're not willing to compromise on. So accessibility, whether it's, you know, making sure you know, the, the recordings are accessible, if people need a little bit more time or, you know, what whatever the situation is, um, the fact of the financial accessibility, the fact that the time zones are going to be different, or even if you're just looking at more of your local community, making sure that you really understand the community that you're speaking to and what their needs and wants are. Um, one thing I'm super proud that Whibbs has pivoted on as well, um, and you all kind of touched on it earlier. Is the you know the recreational part of drinking, the living the good life, is the opposite of that, or, <clears throat> or I, I guess a lot of people think is the opposite um, is that non-alcoholic sector, hmm. or okay. the other parts of fermentation that aren't beer. And I'm super proud that we've leaned into that. So we do have a sensory beer talk. Um, during our, our WIBS 23 that is specifically non-alcoholic. Hmm. Um, because we understand that there are a lot of reasons that people might not wanna drink, or a lot of people are starting to do the one-in-one, you know, when they're out, they'll drink one non-alcoholic to one alcoholic to make okay. sure that they're taking better care of themselves, but they're also able to enjoy a drink that they love. Um, and so, like I said, I'm super proud that, that this year, especially we're taking that into consideration and we have opened it up to all fermentation, not to just beer this year, because we also understand beer is not necessarily the biggest thing in every community. Maybe it's mm-hmm. sake, maybe you know it's cider, maybe it's wine, maybe it's you know a million different types of fermentation, which is so cool. And we wanted to make sure we touched on that um, and really understood our community. So that's that's the biggest takeaway for me this year. And something that I'm taking from this and using in all my other events is just making sure I really understand kind of who my focus is and what they're after, what they need, what they want, things like that.
0: I love it. WIBS is, okay, basically single-handedly solving the wage gap (laughs) with this summit. Um, Also snaps to the DEI lens. It's like so so much easier and so much more exciting to learn through more inclusive lenses like it I'm sorry just like the traditional way doesn't work for everybody and it also isn't fully the full story of fermentation and I'm so Mm -hmm. pleased that you guys like get that I know the other like the AHA really kind of puts that in the focus too but I think it's uh Wibs Formed out of the need to have something more other centric um meets those needs right off the bat unapologetic and isn't gonna kowtow to you know some sort of group that is established you know no offense but like you have a whole other group that's that's your whole group which i love Mm -hmm. um at the end you guys are at the end, generally collecting feedback. Can you explain like, how did you do that? And, and what were the, some of the trends you, you saw, or did you, you know, were people honest? Was it helpful? I'm curious about feedback from attendees in the past.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And this is this year, especially it's a really cool topic. So I'm so glad you brought it up because we are, first of all, to answer your question, very simply, yes, we have, We've gotten that feedback and it's been wonderfully honest, uh, painfully honest at some times. But what has really come out of it this year is our evergreen initiative, because a lot of people have said, again, you know, this information is great. We don't necessarily feel comfortable in these spaces outside of WIPS. Mm-hmm. So um, our, our group specifically, uh, Melissa and Michelle, our executive director and our web director, Um, the co-founders came up with the Evergreen Initiative. um, And Michelle will actually be talking about that um, in several different places, but on her own panel at WIBS. So super excited to hear her explain more about that. But what that is, is it's an initiative that strives to get more women, um, you know, female identifying, non-binary individuals into homebrew competitions. And one of the main ways that they did this and collected data was through a survey. Which again, we were overwhelmed with not just the feedback, like the amount of feedback, but the quality of it. Um, and you can actually, if you go to wcfa.beer, that's our, our website, you can see the full breakdown of the slides that she recently gave a presentation on. And it, it says all of the reasons that people gave for not feeling like they could, um, whether it be accessible through finances or transportation. Or they were just uncomfortable for whatever reason. And it really does break those down. And it shows just all these little things that create this problem. Um, so I my hat's off to, to them because that's such an incredibly important um, piece of work that they're doing. And that directly came from a lot of this feedback. So I, I'm so excited with not only the fact that they are collecting it, but then how they're using it. Um, And it's also really informed what we're doing this year. So again, more global, more time zones are represented and considered. Uh, We're doing a lot more of the technical talks, which a lot of our attendees were saying, regardless of where we are in kind of whether we're hobbyists or professionals, we want to hear the nitty gritty. Um, Mm -hmm. We want to hear about what are the things we can do to make our homebrew better? Or even, you know, what can we do to make our tap room better culturally? Um, and so, you know, we've got yeast talks, we've got, you know, like I said, those sensory discussions and things like that. So we really do try to take that feedback and, and make it an action item for the next year or hopefully sooner, you know, again, with the initiative. So. How
0: are you, um, I, I think WIBS is really great. And I how are you facilitating the social aspect of WIBS? If you wouldn't mind, yeah. people might want to hear.
2: Yeah, no, that's a fantastic question. Um, so we have a wonderful team member, also named Amanda, um, that works with us. Um, Michelle and I specifically on creating those marketing pieces for our social media that are accessible to read, you know, as well as making sure there's captions. So keeping again, the accessibility at the forefront and just getting out the word of this is who will be speaking, this is what you can expect and really being as transparent as possible in those aspects. Um, so we, we know as attendees when we go what this weekend is going to be all about. And then we can kind of pick and choose if our time doesn't necessarily align with going all, all of the weekend of, Oh, okay. I'm really excited about this person. Oh, and I get the recordings. So this makes the weekend worth it. You know, we do keep that in mind. So we try to be as transparent and information forward as possible. We try to make sure it's on all of our social media channels. Um, you know, I, we obviously share it personally, try to get, um, as many people as, as possible excited. We also reach out via social media, to a lot of like the pink boots chapters or a lot of homebrew groups. And we try to encourage them to attend if possible, but we also let them know that scholarships are available um, that way in case someone's very excited to come. And the, the whole entire weekend, everything included is only $50, but we also understand $50 for someone might make a huge difference that might be their grocery bill for the week and we never want to ask anyone to choose between some of this life-changing information um, or at least it was life-changing for me Um, it was how i really deep dove in the industry but we don't want to have them choose between that and and eating for the week that's silly and we would never ask them for that so we try to keep that in mind so we we try to be very discreet when we reach out to um, and just say, hey, we're getting the word out. But also, these are some of the things we can provide. And I think social media is a great tool for that um, because it does reach the people that maybe you are afraid to ask because they don't know what resources we can provide to get them to WIBS or, you know, they might be embarrassed or maybe they just, they don't know. Uh, so it has been a really fantastic tool for us, especially on the global front.
1: So I've listened to the Brewed Up podcast with... <laughs> Amanda Camp, Wibbs Director or Marketing Director. I bought my ticket, went to the website, fifty dollars. What is like all included in that in that purchase?
2: Absolutely. So if you are one of the first 150 U.S. based um, ticket purchasers, you will receive our VIP swag box, which is full of a bunch of really cool merch um, from people all over the industry but it's not it it does not include anything that is required to enjoy the summit so it's just a little extra you know thank you for being one of the first um and even if you aren't one of the first 150 you'll still receive access to the entire weekend so that's our uh, friday night happy hour with lifting lucy that is two documentaries um one is called girl beard and it explores the history of women in beer and other fermentation, <laughs> and I am beyond excited about that one. Um, and then also the Black is Beautiful documentary, which again, just ecstatic that we have that. Um, and again, we'll offer several different time zone screenings for that. And then on Saturday, we will have a full day of sessions, Sunday, again, full day of sessions. So that, not, that ticket not only gets you the live versions, but the recordings forever, um, and any informationals that we'll need with that. Um, So for instance, we have a beer and chocolate pairing session and we will make sure that you're provided with a list of some of the chocolates that you can go out and buy. And again, Mm -hmm. we try to make that accessible. So these are things that anyone can go pick up at say their local Whole Foods. So it doesn't have to be a chocolate bar that costs $20. Um, and there, he's going to talk about kind of how to make sure it's the, it, it's ethical chocolate, how to pair it, how to do it yourself, how to have like, you know, you and your friends do it. So we try I'm sorry to, when
0: you're talking about expensive chocolate, this is, this is, we know, honey, that price is going up. <laughs> I
2: know you do.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. And that was, that was one of the things, because we know how, I mean, when you hear beer problems, bearing, yeah. right. You know, I mean, I'm, especially when we have such an amazing chocolate expert coming in, we're like, we know, we know that, you know, the best of the best, but again, we want to make it accessible. So you can just go to your local food, whole food store, grab some chocolate and know that that, that experience is going to be the same in quality as the person that's grabbing that $20 chocolate bar or, you know, heaven forbid more expensive. (laughs) Um, We want to make sure that everyone can get that same level. So all of that is going to be included in your ticket
0: amazing so WIBS is going down tell us yeah, what are, october the dates?
2: october 20th through 22nd um okay. friday being the the 20th so that's when the documentaries will happen and then the vast majority of that weekend with the live sessions will happen the 21st and the 22nd of october
0: are the documentaries popping off directly from the website or do you For, to... uh, those,
2: will, those will be via crowdcast as well um so Again, those are free to everyone, and more information can be found on how to access that, how to get reminders for that, or anything like that, on the wcfa.beer website.
0: Oh, I love this. I'm so excited for WIBS. And the full
2: schedule is out now, um, so if you want to know exactly what times and everything, um, you can see the full schedule. Like I said, we're going to have people from all over the world. We'll have a South African brewer um, from Beer is Art, who uses all of her brews to give back to their, to her community and kind of get people out of poverty, you know, out of that poverty cycle we will have wild fermentation in Belgium and the Netherlands, as I mentioned, all the way back to the States. So you'll be able to check all of that out now at at WCFA.beer and registration is open. Um, So you can go ahead and pop over there, get your ticket and get, get all the, all of the details, including our merch. Um, So our merch does go, all of the profits go to making sure that we can offer our speakers pay uh, because we don't believe that anyone should be sharing their talents without some sort of compensation.
0: Amazing. I love this. I'm loving the ethos. It's all full circling. What are you like personally excited for?
2: Oh, that I, you know, I feel like it seems like such a silly, um, almost excuse to be like, oh, I'm excited for them all. But every time that I talk to a new speaker and, you know, as they're developing these talks behind the scenes, I just get more and more excited. Um, I personally, so I do my own um, women in beer series at one of my local breweries. And I actually brewed a beer with the Beer is Art founder, Oba King Malope, who will be speaking. So I'm very excited about that just because I I have that cool new personal connection with her. Um, But like I said, every time I talk to these amazing speakers, the things they're doing, the things that they're bringing to the table is just absolutely out of this world. Um, I think personally, as far as me knowing my knowledge limitations, I would love to know more about sake. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited that we have a sake brewer and a sake journalist that are actually coming to us from Japan um, that will be speaking. So I'm super excited to see kind of that cultural side of it, as well as a whole new different type of fermentation that I'm not as familiar with. So there's there's so much to learn, even for someone like myself that's so intimately involved and has been going for years, which I I think is so exciting because that's not... It's not like some festivals where you're like, you know, I know exactly who's going to be there and I'm excited for that aspect of it. You know, I'm excited because this year there's so many new things going on, so many new voices um, and we're even doing brewery highlights. So now I'm almost kind of worried because I'm like, oh no, I'm going to have so many more breweries to visit. I'm so excited, but my list just <laughs> getting longer and longer. Yes. As do we this? <laughs>
1: I love this. Well, uh, yeah. Wow. I'm like, I'm blown away. I need to go to the website. Was, sorry, remind us WCFA.com dot beer. or
2: just WCFA.beer.
1: Beer. Yep. Got okay, dot perfect. Beer. You can ask right, for a better
2: well, URL.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. that's amazing. I was like, I just want to make sure people get the, the dang website correct. <laughs> so WCFA.beer,
2: um, and that stands for the okay. Women's Craft Fermentation Alliance.
1: Stop beer. Okay, cool. So yeah, everyone, please make sure to, I mean, today, if this has that sold you on, you know, getting a registration for this summit, I don't know what will, like, I'm excited just hearing everything that you've got to say, Amanda. And it sounds like y'all have done an amazing, incredible job on organizing this thing. Like, Yes, hands off to you. Um, I know it hasn't happened yet, but I I already know it's going to be just amazing and even better than the last two years, which were amazing. So, Incredible. thank
2: you so much. We I, we really appreciate you having me on, and I you know I know I'm the one speaking with you today, but my team behind me is absolutely extraordinary, and none of this would be possible without every single hand on deck we have. So I just want to shout out to them because they really are. The driving force behind this and i said without even a single one of them the wheels would fall off so i i appreciate each and every single one of them
0: absolutely incredible. yeah and it
1: definitely yeah shout out to uh, michelle and melissa who have been supporters for forever they're and amazing crystal
0: and the there's another yeah. dude like yeah i remember yeah. the first year you guys did it over the pandemic i was just like wow like (laughs) uh, the just this the the choreography behind it incredible Mm -hmm. and worth every single cent absolutely
2: absolutely and being able to pull that off in the middle of pandemic I said that year I was just an attendee so I can brag on them without feeling any sort of like ego (laughs) guilt they the amount of work that they put in to pull that off especially at a time where So many people weren't used to the virtual events Mm -hmm. and none of us really knew what to expect. We just knew we were excited and yeah, gosh, did they deliver. So I'm, I'm super excited to see, you know, what they continually bring to the table and then bringing all these new speakers in and all these new attendees in. And of course, if anyone has any questions, please feel free to reach out to any of us. All of our contact information is on the website. But also feel free to reach out to me directly at amanda.wcfa at gmail.com.
0: Oh, I love it. She's she
1: she knows how to do a podcast. I'm mm. just going to say
0: mm. <laughs> mm. your articulation, honey. Amanda, well, thank I you for appreciate too, you all do too. Like I said,
2: I've, I've been a listener, and, and man, you all know how to do it. So I it. Thank,
0: thank you, I you so you. much. We um, <laughs> get on that website, get your ticket, mm-hmm. and oh my god, Amanda has put in so much work. I, I, come on, this
1: is it. Don't don't fail her. We gotta. Do we Do not gotta sleep this. on this. You okay. are going
0: to learn a lot of good things. It is worth yeah. it. Get on it, and yeah, I love it. Thank
1: you. Is it is it still under the one fifty? By the way, registration, so we can tell people like there's still time to get that cool little swag bag from the
2: We do have a couple left. They are going very okay. fast. Um, so absolutely jump on it. Um and like I said, even if you're not part of the, the 150 first uh first attendees, you still have access to everything else, um, the full live recordings, everything like that. So cool. you won't you won't miss cool. out on anything
1: all right, Amanda, you've been spectacular. You are spectacular. Yeah. Yes. We and love you. We look, yeah, we look forward to I'm I'm definitely going to tune in. Lori and I both are, we got our tickets. We're ready to go. So, um, yeah, thank you so much, Amanda. And we hope to see you very soon in about Absolutely. a month. Ah, yeah, less than I know a month. <laughs>
2: we're, we're counting down. It's, it's so 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 soon but I appreciate all the love ladies and I look forward to seeing you all and hopefully everyone else at Wibes 23.
0: Thank you. All right guys, thanks all for telling right listeners. Yeah.
1: We'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: Thanks again for listening. Please subscribe to the pod on your favorite platform. Connect with us on Instagram at Root Up Podcast.
0: DM us your questions, comments, and of course, share with us your homebrew findings and
1: triumphs. The Brewed Up music was created especially for our show by Los Angeles producer and legend, Elusive.